Blog Talk Radio. Radio show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, August 6, 2018, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what? A huge success. Well, it is definitely a glorious Monday, and I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend and that you took some time to, of course, joy pamper yourself. You know, finding those small things that bring the simple joys in your life. As a reminder, if you didn't take the time to review your calendar and ensure that all activities and tasks scheduled are supporting your goals for this week, do so immediately following the show because this is going to help you to stay focused and keep clear of your priorities. And this is so very, very important. Today, um, our hot topic is going to be about something that's very, very important that you need to go over. And that is the business areas that you need to be evaluating uh, for the rest of this year, before moving on with the rest of this year, right? Because there are several things that we need to take a look at as far as business is concerned and evaluating those areas and knowing um, how you did in those areas not to not to press on failures, but to help you to move forward is key, is going to be key, because here we are, August, um, and I, I do believe we have about four and a half months left before the year end, and so it's so important right now to not look at what you have not done as though you're not going to get anything done this year, but to really look at the fact that we have four and a half months left, taking a look at the goals that you set for yourself this year, and you're going to really have to look at those goals and whichever ones you did not accomplish, you're not going to be able to um, always do all of that and, and compact that into those four months. So you've got to then take a look at what's most important, what can I get done, and then what needs to be carried over into 2019 um, for first quarter so that I can properly tend to those. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that, which is so very, very important. Um, also on the show, we're going to go over uh, the five questions to generate cash flow in 2018. We're going to continue to push out those questions um, to you and hope, hope that you take those questions to heart, answer those questions, schedule that me time so that you can be the leader that not only that you want to be uh, for your business, but that your business deserves. Um, so that's very, very key. Of course, we're going to continue on as well with the Little Black, Black Book of Connections uh, by Jeffrey Gittimer. There are some things in here that we still um, need to go over, so I'm going to go over those. Uh, and then I want to talk to you also um, about 
goal setting. I want to talk to you about that and why so many women are taking goal setting for granted and why so many women feel like it's not necessary, why goal setting isn't necessary because it really doesn't work or the process doesn't work. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that uh, for a little bit. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, to um, you know, this wonderful show, Successful Woman Radio, where you can come and get motivation, you can get encouraged, which is so very, very important. It is seven minutes after the hour. And again, I'm Trina Newby, your host and your business success coach. So we're going to go ahead right now and we're going to read over the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Here's question number one. What must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Again, what must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Now, this question is very, very important because we all should have our eyes set on a particular sales goal because it's going to drive everything else that we do in our business. Knowing what your sales goals are helps you to understand how many customers or clients you need. It helps you to understand how you're going to go about in marketing to a certain number of individuals to attract them to your business. So it's very vital. Question number two, am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads. Now, this question can't really be answered if you do not have a marketing system, right? So automatically, if you feel you can't answer this question, then you know that you need to go back to the drawing board and you need to go ahead and work on a marketing system. And sometimes it's not just as simple as putting pen to paper if you don't have that kind of experience. You may need to talk to um, me, your business coach, or you need some, I may need to refer you out to a marketing consultant who can help you put a marketing system together. Um, so don't Sit and procrastinate on it simply because you don't have a marketing system in place. And don't try to come up with a marketing system uh, for yourself if that's not something that you're experienced in or if you feel that you're not really taking everything into consideration that you should be taking into. Um, so it's, it's a very, very important that you reach out for assistance, reach out for help, Okay. Here's number three. Have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily about the benefits of using my service or products? And so, again, this really has a lot to do with you um, generating new leads, new contacts, and you calling three new people every day that say, hey, this is who I am. I love to introduce myself to you. And a lot of the times you're going to have to do this ahead of time. So this is where you send private messages via social media to invite people to a connection call or people that you may have met at a networking event. This is when you set up a connection call with them. And really, I, I recommend that your connection call be no more than about 15 to 20 minutes, giving each of you equal time to discuss who you are and what you do and how you can help one another, okay? Very, very important. Now, if the other person doesn't necessarily offer a business, you still, if they are a customer prospect, you still need to give that individual time to explain what are their chief issues, their chief pain, what, what is it that they really need so you can have a good understanding of that. Here's question number four. 
what are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? Now, as you know, I have a firm belief in identifying what it is that I want to have done by Friday so that I can properly schedule my tasks, make sure I have a schedule in my planner to follow up with all of the different people that may be helping me um, on those particular tasks so that I can accomplish the goals that I've set out for the week, right? Now, normally, those goals might relate to larger goals uh, that you have planned for the year or for the quarter. But the, the most important thing is, is that you are properly, that you are properly placing those goals in a hierarchy or structured system so that they can get done. And so for this week, there should be a set number of goals that you have accomplished last week that you can cross off your list and there should be new goals or tasks that need to be taken care of for this week. Um, so you need to make sure that you are properly goal setting. And again, I want to talk to all of you about goal setting and because so many women are taking goal setting for granted. And then of course, there's a lot of information out there, um, a lot of information out there about goal setting and how it's, it's a system that, that's causing people to fail or it's a system that's not really structured, it's not, it's not good to use. You just need to start working on whatever it is that you need to work on. So we're going to talk about that um, in, a, in a little bit. And of course, today, um, I'll be sharing some, some different techniques as well, um, all about evaluating your business. So let's take a look at the last question in the five questions to generate cash for 2018. The last question says, what must I change? Again, what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? Again, what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? Um, this question is important because at the end of the day, I believe that leadership has everything to do with your overall success. It's very difficult to be successful on anything if you're not willing to step up and take the leadership role, which means that you must have strong delegation skills, you must have clarity and focus on what you're trying to accomplish. It means that you must have chosen the right people to assist you um, in doing various tasks right? It means that you must be willing to set strong deadlines and, and um, uh, for yourself and that you must have created a blueprint for yourself to, so that you can make things happen. But none of this can be achieved or accomplished if you yourself are unclear on what your leadership role is in your business. So what I have always recommended is that you actually go ahead and write a position description for yourself um, as the CEO of your company. Write it as though you were hiring a CEO to come into your company and ask yourself, you know, what kind of reports am I looking for, this, for the new CEO to report back to me? If I were the overall owner of this company and I had someone running it for me, what would be the reports that I would want to see? What's the information that I want to see so that that gives me the confidence to know that this person is running my company correctly? What is that? So a lot of the times you can go and plop into Google, you know, um, uh, CEO uh, needed or vice president of operations needed. Um, and that gives you, when those, those results come up, it gives you a good idea 
uh, of what you should be looking for, or it may ha- help you in brainstorming for your own business. Well, there you have it. Five questions to generate cash in 2018. Take these questions to heart and know, right, and know that these questions are not questions that you should just read out to yourself, but that you really should try to answer them. Keep in mind that you're going to get different answers at different times of the year, different times of the month, um, based on what's going on with you and your business right now. So keep that in mind. And that's why these questions are there. They are there to help you. They are there to make sure that you keep yourself in check when it comes to business itself. So very, very important. I want to go ahead right now and talk a little bit about um, goal setting and why goal setting is so very, very important. You know, there are a lot of people out there, and when I say people, experts, uh, people who also specialize in goal setting or people who have their own opinions about goal setting. There are a lot of people who push out information that can cause someone who's already procrastinating on goal setting not to goal set because they're looking for anything to justify why they are not doing something. So I want to bring that up because what I notice is that a lot of business women are not properly goal setting or structuring. Um, and I get a lot of feedback and a lot of comments from women on why, why they seem to have a problem with goal setting or what have you. Um, so overall, the consensus that I get from a lot of women who have not yet really sat down and written their goals out and created their tasks is that they're telling me that it doesn't necessarily match their personality. Okay, it doesn't, it doesn't match their personality. And so this is, this is what I, this, this is my feedback on that. For those of you who say, well, goal setting doesn't necessarily match my personality. I'm not the type of person to sit down and be structured. I'm not the type of person to sit down and, um, and plan or what have you. This is my feedback for you. Okay, I want you to, I want you to understand that that thought, that very thought is a poverty thought. It's a poverty thinking that has to be eliminated immediately from your mind. Okay. Um, and here's why I know that. Okay. I, you know, I don't, I don't host this show and just find stuff to talk about. Uh, that I don't personally know about already and have not already experienced. My whole commitment to Successful Woman Radio is that I do shows where I can teach people from my failures as well as my successes. And so I have been, I'll be the first to say I am the chief of procrastinators, okay? I have procrastinated on a lot of things that I've had to really work hard to eliminate a habit that has wrecked havoc in my life, I've had to work hard on that habit, and I'm still working on that habit, okay? And I want to say that what I have learned about being a leader in business and being successful in business is that it's not just about you. I don't think that you can build 
a business around poor habits that are not doing anything for you and that are not enhancing your life, I don't think that you can build a business around poor habits and think you're going to be successful because the bottom is always going to fall out at some point, okay? And so it is with a leader that does not believe in, in properly structuring and creating a blueprint for themselves to be successful. You are only going to be able to go so far. I don't think that you can even have the right type of clarity uh, in your mind if you have not properly structured what comes first, what needs to happen. Um, so I want to go back and I want to quickly explain why goal setting is so very, very important, okay? Now, I'm going to give you my own thoughts on this, but it's based off of the fact that it has worked for hundreds, if not thousands of women who listen to Successful Woman Radio, who've been members of Women About Biz for a very, very long time. And so the first thing I want to preface this with is that when we don't take action on a lot of things in our business, it's because we've actually developed a habit. So not taking action doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you uh, don't have a deep-rooted desire to be successful because many women have a deep-rooted desire to be successful and yet find it very difficult to put things into action, okay? Um, so I want you to understand that there's a clear distinction between the desire to want something and to get it done and the lack of desire to take action. I want you to understand that there is a difference between the two because who wouldn't want to be successful, right? We all want to be successful, but what has to happen in order to prove that belief that I can be successful, we have to come up with very clear priorities, very clear goals and tasks that are going to support that belief. And when we don't come up with that, then what happens is that the level of belief needed or required to take it to the next level and to push it through is not present, okay? So I want to say this. The first thing is, is that and in the world that we live in, in the, in the system that we live in, because we do live in a planetary solar system, right? And everything that we live in, it is designed around a system, okay? So we live in a solar system where the earth is dependent upon the moon and it's dependent upon the sun. And if it didn't have that structured system that is going to repeat itself recurrently every single day, there, there basically would not be an earth. Now, within the earth atmosphere that we live in, we are yet again dependent upon another system, right? We're dependent upon the earth system to provide us with oxygen. We're dependent upon the earth system to provide us with, with water and many other chemical properties that allow us to sustain our lives, help us to grow our food, help us to survive. We're dependent on all of that. And all of that is created through a divine, okay? So the thing of it is, is that you need to understand is that everything about who we are is a system. So let's take it on down to us. So I've talked about the planetary system, the system that, uh, the ecosystem that we live in, in in the world. Now let's take it on down to the body system, the physical system that we live in. 
we are housed in a, a body. And that body, our soul is housed in the body, and that body runs on a system, okay? We have our heart that pumps blood throughout our bodies and, and supplies the oxygen to all of the veins and the tissues throughout our structure from our head to our toes. We have our lungs, which um, support the heart um, in filtering that blood and making sure that it exchanges that carbon dioxide for that oxygen. We have our liver. We have our kidneys. We have all of the organs that we need and that we depend on in our body working off of a system. And any one time that, that something in that system goes awry, then our body is going to know it through pain, through um, the fact that we'll faint or fall out. Uh, so our body is, is giving us a signal that something is not working. So we are created on a system. So when you look at the fact that our, our world, our universe exists in a solar system, and then inside of the world, inside of the atmosphere, we, we exist on an ecosystem, right? We're dependent upon an ecosystem. And then us, inside of our bodies, we are dependent on a system to run off of, right? So when you look at how all of these systems are actually created, um, and you look at the fact that they're in existence, you realize now that there is a divine plan for systems, that everything has to have be in proper order in order to function, in order to flow. Now, I know that I'm getting a little deep for some of you guys, and you guys are probably saying, well, what does all of that, Trina, have to do with goal setting? What has everything to do with goal setting? Because God gives us instruction that in order to, to manifest our vision, in order for us to make our vision plain, we must write our visions down, right? And so yet he is giving us another system to follow in order to see things through. So goal setting and visioning is actually all about taking your desires, it's about taking your thoughts and ideas about what you want to happen. It's about taking it out of the physical, I'm sorry, taking it out of the spiritual system and transporting it onto a physical system, which is writing it down on paper so that you can manifest the things that you desire, right? Very, very important. Now, there must have been a reason why God wants us to write it down. Now, if we are already living in a divine system where, where it's working, the system is successful, every single day, 24-7, we can depend on that system. If he has instructed us to, um, to take our vision and make it plain out of our minds and bring it into the physical realm and write it down, there's a reason for that. And... I, I understand that when you're able to write things down, you're able to gain more clarity, you're able to execute action plans to take action to those goals, those things that are going to help you to carry out that vision, right? And so I've always shared my hierarchy or structure of a vision itself. And what my, my hierarchy structure is, is that first, you must have a vision. A vision is kind of like the ultimate master goal. 
um, but you have a vision in your head, and and so you need to understand that you can have more than one vision. You can have multiple visions, and so you have a vision, you take it out of your head, and you transfer those visions or vision onto paper. Now, once you get to the paper, and you, you should be very concise with the vision of what it is that you want to happen. Don't be long-winded. This is why I believe in bullet pointing your actual vision. I don't believe that you should write in a sentence or paragraphs about a vision because it just kind of clouds things up. Just say what you want. What is it that you want to experience within a given time frame, right? So your vision can be a long-term vision. It could be a short-term vision, uh, as short as within the next hour. But what you need to do is you need to write your vision down. Um, and once you write it down and you make it plain, then each vision must have a set of goals that support that vision. Now that you've written the vision down, there are steps. There are things that need to happen and be accomplished before that vision can come to pass. So I, I say you have a vision, then you have goals. And those goals are stating very simply and specifically what needs to happen in order for you to accomplish your overall vision. So once you've written down the goals for each of the visions you have, then you need to also then take it one level deeper and write down tasks to support each of the goals that you have come up with. Now, tasks are extremely important because tasks are the flames, the flickers that are going to really ignite the goals. I always say that goals are like the fire and tasks are the, are the sparks that, that ignite the flame of gold. So that's really, really what you need to actually look at, right? And so, again, when you practice this system, when you practice this hierarchy system, vision, goals, tasks, and then setting your tasks to deadlines and setting your goals to the milestone deadlines, knowing when you want to accomplish everything, then the task, the goals, and the vision work together in a synchronous harmony that's going to help you to accomplish exactly what you set out to do. Now, this is not to say that you should be doing everything. You don't have to be the one to do all tasks at all. You can find people to delegate to. You can figure out uh, solutions and things to accomplish your task. But what you need to understand is the structure and the system in which goals work. Should be a vision, which is like the master goal, but we call it a vision. It's the overall goal of what you're wanting to experience. And then you have goals to support your vision and then tasks to support the goals. OK, um, when you look at it in this way and you stick with that, you're going to be clearer on what needs to happen in your business. It's going to let you know so many things. But when you are unclear and you believe that you shouldn't have to write goals down or you shouldn't have to goal set or you want to listen to a lot of the new age thinkers of goal setting saying you don't have to goal set, then what happens is that you're not working in a divine system. And I believe in working in a divine system. And God told me, he gave instructions for all of us who, who believe in his word. He gave instructions for us to write it down and to make it plain. And there was a reason. There was definitely a reason for that, right? So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you not to give in to uh, thoughts that lead you astray in your poor habits to not goal set, 
to not plan, to not take action, because in the end, it will cause you to fail. And that's not what you would want for yourself. It's definitely not what I would encourage you to do um, for success. You need to take action. You need to write your vision down. You need to make it plain and then set goals to it to support it and then task to each of those goals. And for every vision, and uh, there's no such thing as a two-part vision. You know, you just have visions. They are singular, make it simple, singular visions that have goals and goals that have tasks to support them, right? So each of those areas are in a hierarchy structure that's supporting one another. Um, um, you know, goals support visions and tasks support goals, right? Okay, so it's very, very important that you keep that in mind and that you need to understand, you need to know that goal setting is very, very important. It holds you accountable. It helps you to get clarity. It helps you to put things in priority. It helps you to be a better leader, okay? And it helps you to achieve what you are looking to achieve in a specific amount of time. And it helps you to identify areas that need improvement or um, in where areas that you may need more help than you thought. Very, very important. So I definitely want you to embrace goal setting, not simply because I say it's the way to go, but you need to know that I have personal testimony from my own self and hundreds of, or if not even thousands of people who have taken my advice through Successful Woman Radio, through Women About Biz, of how important setting goals really is and how to really structure yourself so those goals can be accomplished. So you need to understand, not don't let anything hold you back. Don't allow yourself to have poor thinking. Poverty thinking, thinking that does not enhance anything that you want to accomplish. Don't allow yourself to have that thinking. Don't give in to uh, procrastination and don't give in to laziness and say, oh, well, this person said I don't need to goal set. So therefore, because I have really never goal set and, and saw the, the, the benefits, I'm not going to goal set. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy into this new movement of no goal setting simply because somebody said that. Mark my word, you will regret it, okay? You need to go ahead and goal set. Um, so very, very important. But I think one of the things that happens with a lot of women is that because we have never goal set or because we have failed to goal set, there's so many things that we want to accomplish. We have this tendency to try to push it all into getting it done. And then before we know it, we have thousands of goals that we are on our plate and we feel overwhelmed. So from a perspective of business, this is what I want to say. I think what you've got to do is you have to sit down and brainstorm with yourself and create an exhaustive list of goals that you've wanted to create in your business. And once you've created that list, I want you to then um, cross out the goals that are not crossed out. I want you to prioritize all of the goals that you have. And goals that seem to be similar or related to one another, put those goals together with each other, okay? Because really what you need to do is try to work on three to five goals monthly. And if the goals are too big, meaning they have too many sub goals or too many tasks, 
and, and that you're going to only have to be able to work on one goal for that month, then that's okay. You're going to have to slow it down and back it up. The big thing is that you're moving forward and that you're working on accomplishing your goals. So very, very important. And uh, if you realize that you need more help in goal setting and more help in getting things done, then certainly I want to encourage all of you to look at joining our sister membership, Lifestyle for Her. Dot net again lifestyle for her dot net that's l i f e s t y l e four f o r her h e r dot net uh, I certainly want to encourage you to take a look at lifestyle for her because that particular membership is really all about helping women to live their best lives and to really work through uh, goal setting uh, to work through getting things accomplished, getting things done. And definitely we created lifestyle for her for that very reason, because we realized some women really need to work harder on goal setting on getting things done in their life. And at lifestyle for her, we do a rewind every 90 days. We set our, we reset the goals that need to be taken care of. Okay. So definitely take a look at that lifestyle for her net. Okay, well, it is 12.36 after the hour, and you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, and I'm so excited that you are here uh, with me today, and I want you to make sure make sure that you mark your calendar every single Monday uh, at 12 noon where we are here to provide you with the motivation, the encouragement, and the information to be successful in your business and in your life. So very, very uh, important, okay? So I want to go ahead and read an excerpt from you from the uh, Little Black Book of Connections. And I'm going to read from you in, um, I believe this is chapter four, called Assets, How Do I Connect? Um, And I'm going to read to you what the author says here in chapter one, okay? So his question, he starts off with a question in the book, how do I connect on a cold call? He says, there is no worse way to connect than this. Ever get a phone call from someone representing a police benevolent society or a fireman's association looking for a donation? It's a combination of insincerity, annoyance, and scam. You hang up. Even the legitimate unsolicited calls you get are at minimum an interruption. Suppose you called from a telephone company and your opening question was, Mrs. Jones, I wonder if you know that the three most underutilized features of a telephone Using a strategy like this, you'll engage about 50% of the people, which is about 9,000% greater than if you're trying to sell something. You can still get your sales message in, but the opening line has engaged them rather than put them on guard or annoyed them. How do I connect at a networking event, he says. A networking event should be looked at as a business party. Most people there will be in a way better mood than they would be at their office. The challenge with a low-level networking event like a Chamber of Commerce event after hours is that most people are there to sell something, and no one goes to that kind of event hoping they will find something to buy. It's one of the reasons that traditional networking doesn't really work well. However, it's way better than cold calling. You're face-to-face with someone, and you can get to know them, or should I say, 
connect with them. If you're fortunate enough to meet a company owner or executive, your challenge is to be prepared enough to make a meaningful connection. This means being able to engage them about them, not simply telling them who you are and how great you are and being able to connect by explaining how you help others. If connecting is a game, then the strategy would be the slower you go, the more likely you are to win. The more you know about the person, the more likely you are to win. The more prepared you are to talk intelligently, the more likely you are to win. Notice, he says, I haven't said one thing about who you are or your product or services. Number one, it's a given. And number two, it's likely no one wants to hear about it. Everyone goes to a networking event to better themselves in some way or another. Make sure you're prepared to help someone else get better. That's so very, very uh, correct. Now, he gives us a, a saying here, the universal truth of connecting. He says, the question you have to ask yourself is, how can I make people better as a result of connecting with me? He says, this is not just a strategy to connect at a networking event. This is a strategy to connect with anyone, anywhere, at any time. So he's saying, whenever you're talking with people, really your goal should be to make them better, to help them be better people. And that means that you're going to always be more concerned about who they are, their business, and what resources they're looking for. How can I help you, which is so very, very important. He says, so how do I connect at a business event? He says, a business event differs from a networking event and that most of the people at the business event will have something to do with you or your business. A group of accountants, a group of lawyers, a group of manufacturers all getting together to exchange experiences and learn something new. Sometimes they will want to do business with one another, but most of the time not. Many times they are actually competitors with one another. The secret to connecting at these events is pretty obvious. Know something about the business or know something about the industry that the average person does not know and begin by sharing that in order to engage. You might want to begin your exchange with a question rather than a statement. Have you heard about? What do you know about? How has blank affected your business? When you ask for someone's wisdom, advice, or experience, you always have a greater chance of making a connection. Most people enjoy telling you what they know or what their opinion is, and as they're telling you their information, you can figure out how it applies to yours. If you make the fatal mistake of talking before questioning or talking instead of questioning, your chances for a solid connection are either diminished or lost. He says, don't be fooled. Depending on what section of the country you're in, people may actually seem to be interested as you're blabbing. Don't confuse interested with polite. People will politely listen to you and then do their best to walk away. If you live in the Northwest, you don't have to worry about polite. People will just walk away. It's actually easier to make a connection in the Northwest, East. I'm sorry, yes. He says it's actually easier to make a connection in the Northeast because people will tell you where they stand immediately. So he goes on to talk about how do I connect at a social event? How do I connect at a seminar? How do I connect on the golf course? Or how do I connect at a bar or a restaurant? So he gives you different areas of that people network in, in knowing how to connect, how to network in each of those areas, okay? So I definitely want to make sure that you actually, which is so very, very important, 
I want to make sure that you actually understand how important it is uh, that you understand how to network and that it's not all about you, but you have to have the spirit of blessing others' lives with the knowledge that you know, having having uh, a desire to want to see people be better because those are the people that are going to respond to you when they see you wanting to help them. Um, they're going to be more interested in what you have to offer. So again, I was reading an excerpt out of the Little Black Book of Connections by author Jeffrey Gittimer. We'll continue on with the Little Black Book of Connections throughout the month um, of August. Okay, so now what I want to do is I want to get right down to looking at what it is you need to actually measure yourself with uh, your business with, okay? Very, very important. Um, I want to make sure that you understand how important it is to, at this point, at this juncture of 2018, to go ahead and measure what is going on in your business, okay? So I'm going to be giving you, um, I'm going to give you five things today. I'm going to give you five things that you need to be evaluating today, and then I'll give you another five on next Monday, okay? Because this is evaluation month. Um, this is a time that you actually uh, should be planning for your strategy for 2019. Wow, can you believe it? 2019 is coming up. So this is, this is um, the time that you should be planning for the next year. Also looking at going into your holiday strategy. What are you going to use for the holiday season? That kind of thing. So let's just take a look at that, okay? So I first want to let you know that it's difficult to know how to be clear, how to have clarity, how to actually improve in things when indeed um, you, you have not evaluated anything. You haven't evaluated where you are, where you should be, um, because you can't know where you need to go if you don't know where you're coming from, right? And so evaluation is important for so many ways, but it's important for you not to get caught up um, with evaluation um, and, and the results that you get. It's important not to get caught up with results that can make you feel bad about yourself or make you feel like your, your business is failing because you should be all about solutions. And so some of the results, some of the information you're going to gather uh, as a result of evaluating it, you, you may not be happy with it, okay? You may not be happy with it. And, and it is a reflection of your leadership, but use it to fuel you to do better. Use it to fuel you to be a person about solutions and not a person who is in the woe is me club, okay? Uh, because evaluation is necessary, it's something that we have to do in order to improve, but it should never be used as a crutch to make one feel bad about oneself or um, to just want to quit or give up. It's not supposed to be that at all. It's supposed to be a uh, help you to create a better foundation with which to move your business forward. So if you know where you've come from, you can see where you need to go in order to improve, right? So I wanted to make that disclaimer. I wanted to make sure that you all understood that, okay? So let me start by saying that success really is going to be different for every single person out there, okay? Um, 
one person's success can't be measured by the other person's success. So only you know what you would like to see as far as goals accomplished and things uh, happening in your business and what you measure them to be uh, as uh, success, right? So you get to choose that because you are the designer, you are the creator. Um, But what I want you to understand and know is that as we move closer to the end of this year and the beginning of 2019, it's important for you to look back and reflect and evaluate on where you have been. So this is a process that's going to take you, um, if if you've been in business for a while, this is a process that's going to take you uh, a couple of weeks or or, or a 30-day period. Like if you work on it like one hour a day, you contribute to evaluation or two hours or three to five hours a week, uh, you work on evaluating the business, okay? So... The first area of evaluation that you really have to look at um, is leadership. That's the first area that you have to look at because you have to make sure that you have the leadership skills to take your business to the next level. So you have to look at leadership and ask yourself, what are the skills necessary to take my business to the next level? Do I have those skills and have I been implementing those skills throughout my business? And what results have I seen as a result of myself implementing my leadership skills? Do I see the company growing overall, okay? The next area that you need to take a look at is profitability, okay, profitability. And what that means is, are you making money? That's like huge, right? That is huge. You need to be able to say yes or no. Am I making money? So you need to make sure you you print out all of your checking account statements. Okay, you should by now you should have eight uh, checking account statements or seven checking account statements. Okay, um, from January through July, you should have received those. And then you need to go and you need to look at two very important things the deposits every single month, if you add up the deposits, that's going to give you the amount of money coming into your business. So you need to add up the deposits. What are they? And then you also need to look at the total amounts that have been deducted from the checking account. How much have you spent out of the checking account? Okay. Why you need those two and why that's so very, very important is because the amount of money coming in minus the money is expensed out is going to be your net profit, meaning this is the money that the business is actually making. It gets to keep that money, um, which allows you then to uh, pay yourself, improve on a lot of different things going on in the business, right? So when the net profit is not low, is not high enough, it's very, very difficult for you to do anything. Um, when the actual gross profit is not high enough, it doesn't even allow you to pay your expenses. Then you find yourself uh, coming out of your own pocket or your savings account or using a credit card, which is not what you want to do. So you definitely want to look at your profitability. And within your profitability should be, you know, your sales goals. Did you, what was your sales goals for 2018? Are you on target with your sales goals? Um, what have you made in sales gross profit-wise so far, right? 
you want to take a look at all of those things. So the tools that you're going to need, again, is your checking account, balance statements, and if you have a QuickBooks account um, or another type of online bookkeeping system, then you, this is just a simple matter of generating a report if you have been properly entering each month, okay? Very, very important. The, the third thing, so we've talked about, number one, leadership and what you, the leadership skills that you need to have to run your business. Are, are they in place? Are they there? Or are they absent? Okay, we've talked about profitability, which is so very, very important, right? The third thing that I think is key is, are you offering the right services or products in your business, okay? A lot of the times as women, we get really excited because Instead of us offering one or two services or, or a few products, we want to offer a, a, a lot of products or services, but we don't have the capability of really providing the service or the product adequately. We may not even have a shipping department or what have you. And, and so this causes us to have poor customer service because we're not adequately able to get it out. So ask yourself, do, do I have the right products and services, do I need to cut back on the products and services that I have? Get out your product brochure, your service brochure, or look at your website pages and look at what's not selling, okay? Um, you've got to really, really take a long, hard look at that. Very, very important. And you have got to make some strong decisions on whether or not a product or service needs to be eliminated and then you need to add or whether or not you need to add a new one, eliminate an old one, add a new one that might be better suited for your customer type. So very, very important. But I say this because sometimes as businesswomen, we hang on to, we hang on to services and products just because we like them or it looks nice, but it's really not bringing in money in the company, okay? And it's time for us to learn to let go of these types of things, okay? Very, very important. The fourth thing that I want you to take a look at is I want you to take a look at, at how you have been marketing your business. Now, in marketing, you've got to ask yourself, um, have I develop a marketing system? That's my first question in under marketing. Have I developed a marketing system? If I have, have I been consistently implementing the marketing system where I can actually measure results, right? Um, the third thing is, is am I clear um, on my target audience? Do, am I very clear on my target audience and what my, what my target customer looks like, okay? Have I created a, uh, a customer or client profile so that I know the characteristics of my particular customers, which is going to help me to better market? Do I know that, okay? Very, very important. Um, also in marketing, what you want to do is you want to ask yourself, what kind of marketing budget do I need um, to the, in today's time, internet marketing is key. It's pivotal to market for on a social media basis. Anybody can, anybody can take advantage of this, but it's getting more and more expensive. And so still, 
Um, for those of you that have not looked at how social media marketing can play a great role in your company, this is something that you need to take a look at. You need to evaluate it. But for the evaluation of now, you need to be looking at what kind of marketing have I been doing thus? Have I been consistently implementing that marketing? Because you can't just say, does marketing, does my marketing system work and you haven't been consistent with it? Because if it's, if you have not been consistent with it, then you can't answer that question and you need to move on with what do I need to do to better market my business, okay? Uh, because you can't answer whether you, you have nothing to evaluate or nothing to compare, okay? Very, very important. Okay, and then number five is have I implemented a power team? And if so, who's on my power team and who seems to work and who seems, who seems not to work? Have I implemented a power team? You know, those group of people who provide professional services to you, they're there when you need them, but they're not employees. So when you don't need them, you don't have to use them and you can save money that way. This could be a graphic designer, a web designer, um, a business consultant, an accountant, bookkeeper. You know, um, there are a certain number of people that you need to have on your power team so that you can execute and get things done in a timely manner. And having this power team is extremely important. So if you have developed a power team or you have contractors and other people helping you, how effective have they been um, to help you execute and get things done in a timely manner? Have they been able to do that? And so then, again, you want to ask yourself that question, and then you want to look at who's been effective, or do I need to use someone else because this person is always late with my work? You want to take a look at all of those things. So I've given you the first five things that you need to do and know in order to make your business more successful and to evaluate where you need to move forward. Stay tuned on next Monday as I continue to provide you with uh, questions and information you need in order to evaluate your business. I want to encourage you that, again, if you are looking uh, to better goal set, you feel that goal setting is something that you need to more structure yourself with, then I encourage you to take a look at our sister website, Lifestyle for Her. Dot net. That's lifestyle, F-O-R, her, H-E-R, dot net, okay? I look so forward to empowering you with more information on evaluating your business for the year 2018. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.